0: Section Thirty-One of Purgatory, by Reverend F. X. shoop S.J. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by John Brandon. Part One, Chapter Thirty-One. Matter of Expiation, Scandal Given, Immodest Paintings, Father Zucchi, and the Novice. Those who have had the misfortune to give bad example, and to wound or cause the perdition of souls by scandal, must take care to repair all in this world, if they would not be subjected to the most terrible expiation in the other. It was not in vain that Jesus Christ cried out, Woe to the world because of scandals! Woe to that man by whom the scandal cometh! Hear what Father Rossignoli relates in his Mervelles du Purgatory. A painter of great skill and otherwise exemplary life had once made a painting not at all conformable to the strict rules of Christian modesty. It was one of those paintings which, under the pretext of being works of art, are found in the best families, and the sight of which causes the loss of so many souls true art is an inspiration from heaven which elevates the soul to god profane art which appeals to the senses only which presents to the eye nothing but the beauties of flesh and blood is but an inspiration of the evil spirit his works brilliant though they may be are not works of art and the name is falsely attributed to them they are the infamous productions of a corrupt imagination the artist of whom we speak had allowed himself to be misled in this point by bad example soon however renouncing this pernicious style he confined himself to the production of religious pictures or at least of those which were perfectly irreproachable Finally, he was painting a large picture in the convent of the discalced Carmelites when he was attacked by a mortal malady. Feeling that he was about to die, he asked the prior to allow him to be interred in the church of the monastery and bequeathed to the community his earnings, which amounted to a considerable sum of money, charging them to have masses said for the repose of his soul he died in pious sentiments and a few days passed when a religious who had stayed in the choir after matins saw him appear in the midst of flames and sighing piteously what said the religious have you to endure such pain after leading so good a life and dying so holy a death alas replied he It is on account of the immodest picture that i painted some years ago when i appeared before the tribunal of the sovereign judge a crowd of accusers came to give evidence against me they declared that they had been excited to improper thoughts and evil desires by a picture the work of my hand in consequence of those bad thoughts some were in purgatory others in hell the latter cried for vengeance saying that having been the cause of their eternal perdition i deserved at least the same punishment then the blessed virgin and the saints whom i had glorified by my pictures took up my defence they represented to the judge that that unfortunate painting had been the work of youth and of which i had repented that i had repaired it afterwards by religious objects which had been a source of edification to souls in consideration of these and other reasons the sovereign judge declared that on account of my repentance and my good works i should be exempt from damnation but at the same time he condemned me to these flames until that picture should be burned so that it could no longer scandalize anyone then the poor sufferer implored the religious to take measures to have the painting destroyed i beg of you he added go in my name to such a person proprietor of the picture tell him in what a condition i am for having yielded to his entreaties to paint it and conjure him to make a sacrifice of it if he refuses woe to him to prove that this is not an illusion and to punish him for his own fault tell him that before long he will lose his two children should he refuse to obey him who has created us both he will pay for it by a premature death the religious delayed not to do what the poor soul asked of him and went to the owner of the picture the latter on hearing these things seized the painting, and cast it into the fire. Nevertheless, according to the words of the deceased, he lost his two children in less than a month. The remainder of his days he passed in penance, for having ordered and kept that immodest picture in his house. If such are the consequences of an immodest picture, what then will be the punishment of the still more disastrous scandals Resulting from bad books, bad papers, bad schools, and bad conversations. Fe mundo a scandalis, fe homini ili perquem scandalum vainet Woe to the world because of scandals, woe to that man by whom the scandal cometh. Scandal makes great ravages in souls by the seduction of innocence. Ah, those accused seducers, they shall render to God a terrible account of the blood of their victims. We read the following in the life of Father Nicholas Zucci, written by Father Daniel Bartoli of the Company of Jesus. The holy and zealous Father Zucci, who died in Rome, May 21, 1670, had drawn to a life of perfection three young ladies who consecrated themselves to God in the cloister. One of them, before leaving the world, had been sought in marriage by a young nobleman. After she had entered the novitiate, this gentleman, instead of respecting her holy vocation, continued to address letters to her, whom he wished to call his betrothed, urging her to quit, as he said, the dull service of God to embrace again the joys of life. The father meeting him one day in the streets begged him to give up such conduct. I assure you, he said, that before long you will appear before the tribunal of God, and it is high time for you to prepare yourself by sincere penance. In fact, a fortnight afterwards, this young man died. Carried away by a rapid death, had left him little time to put the affairs of his conscience in order, so that there was everything to fear for his salvation. One evening, whilst the three novices were engaged together in holy conversation, the youngest was called away to the parlour. There she found a man wrapped in a heavy cloak, and with measured steps, pacing the room. Sir, she said, who are you? And why did you send for me? The stranger, without answering, drew near and threw aside the mysterious mantle which covered him. The religious then recognized the unfortunate deceased and saw with horror that he was entirely surrounded by chains of fire that clasped his neck, wrists, knees, and ankles. Pray for me, he cried and disappeared. This miraculous manifestation showed that God had had mercy upon him at the last moment, that he had not been damned, but that he paid his attempt at seduction by a terrible purgatory. End of section thirty one. Recording by John Brandon.